Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before we get to the stories that I am uh, focusing on this morning, the issues as it relates to this morning, I want to start out with the police officer that was shot in the arm in the Bronx a member of the uh, NYPD, and apparently it appears the officer is going to be okay. Uh, The officer was shot in the arm and wounded. This happened about uh, about 10.45 tonight, so about an hour and a half ago, give or take, at Claremont Parkway and Bathgate Avenue, uh, an area that I uh, know well, a witness uh, told the reporters that the officer appeared to be wearing the uniform, and we don't have this confirmed as of yet, but of the NYPD's new anti-gun neighborhood safety uh, unit. And the witness says that the police officer was chasing a guy around the corner with a car right behind him. And um, the police officer was saying, stop, stop, or I'm going to shoot you. There were six or seven shots. The uh, police officer was rushed to Lincoln Hospital, and um, thank God is expected to recover. The suspect was also shot in the arm and taken to St. Barnabas uh, Hospital. So again, a police officer shot in the arm in the Bronx about an hour and a half ago. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of issues that I have on my mind. 1-800-848-WABC, 800 You can reach me on Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. And I start with incredible, incredible. And thank you, Rita Cosby. She was just discussing this issue. President Biden finally admits Soaring inflation. Inflation is a real tough problem and suggest it may get worse. So President Biden was on the defensive over inflation and rising gas prices. And he even tried to shift the focus to Republicans. Happening in just a few hours today. Senator Schumer and Senate Democrats have called a vote to legalize abortion after uh, Senator McConnell says a national ban is possible. But all of this, folks, this vote that's going to happen a little later on today, and there will be much fanfare over this matter, it's all a stunt and a reason why people don't like Politics. I'll explain in just a moment. Less than half, and I I alluded to this uh, yesterday, less than half of Manhattan's office employees work in person five days a week. Think about that, folks. Less than 10% of Manhattan office employees work in person, five days a week. I'm really trying to envision a scenario 
where we go back to normal post-COVID, I dare say, but I just don't see it. And I want to know, how do you envision this area, this scenario? When will things, if ever, get back to normal? The Virginia Attorney General is calling on local prosecutors to charge Supreme Court protesters. I support this move because something needs to be done now, right now, to put all of this in check. A number of issues I've got floating around this morning, and we're going to discuss each and every one of them. And, of course, as we do every night, we are going to be taking your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 800 800- Eight four eight nine two two two. Let's start with Glenn in Westchester County. Good morning, Glenn. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say it's a pleasure every night listening to you and your callers. Uh, it's it's I I take I take I drive home from Midtown Manhattan, and it's just such a pleasure listening to you and your callers. But what I'm going to say first off, I think you should really really. Um, I, I can't express how much I feel about this. I would say 100% that Dominic Carter should run for mayor. Mm. 100%. <laughs> I know you say I hear you. and I do you know, say I, that. I do say that. Uh-huh. I hear you. But I, I, you would be the best man for the job. Taking nothing away from Curtis, you would be perfect. Mm. You check all the boxes. <laughs> You check every single box. Well, Glenn. You and I have something in common, Dominic. We both grew up in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I was raised by my grandmother. We are down on Grand Avenue in Burnside. Wow. And um, you and I, uh, I went to Palatine High School. Um, yeah, so you and I have a lot in common. Second thing, real quick, I know you're busy. Second thing is, please do not uh, pay attention to uh, Simbo or Simbo or whoever. Don't don't ever give them any any airtime. They don't deserve uh, you mentioning them ever. Well, Glenn, people that get you riled up, don't let them get you riled up. Well, Glenn, I I thank you for the call and I thank you uh, for the advice. And um, (laughs) as far as public office, who knows what's in the uh, future? I I can tell you, folks, that I, I am very frustrated with how things um, are being run in the city. And I'm just speaking as a citizen. I I don't understand, as I've uh, said night after night, I don't understand why, why the NYPD is forced to be on a defensive and the criminals are, are considered the, the regular folks and they have all the rights and there's just something there's just something terribly terribly wrong with that and so um i'm not going to um talk any further as it relates to what what's in the future uh politically because who knows you, you never know they say never say never but right now we're taking your calls on a uh number of uh topics and before we get into inflation i want you to hear what President Biden actually said a few hours ago on the, I guess he would say the offensive, but it was really on the defensive. And so with annual inflation at highs not seen in more than 40 years, President Biden (laughs) declines to predict how long it will take for prices to start coming down and then suggested that they may actually rise even higher through next year. Here's what President Biden had to say. There are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once in a century pandemic. Not only did it shut down our global economy, it threw the supply chains and demand completely out of whack. 
especially in countries where more effective recovery responses uh, uh, weren't available, especially in those sectors that rely on semiconductors. These supply challenges have been further uh, hampered uh, by uh, the onset of Delta and Omicron viruses. And you've all seen it, you've all felt it. And this year we have a second cause, a second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. You saw, we saw in March that 60% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump for gasoline. Putin's war has raised food prices as well, because Ukraine and Russia, two of the world's major breadbaskets for wheat and corn, are essentially completely stalled. Ukraine has 20, 20 million tons of grain in storage in silos right now. We're trying to figure out how to get out of the country to market, which would reduce prices around the world. Normally, normally we'd have already begun to export them into the market. Uh, okay, but okay, Mr. Uh, President. Uh, okay, I, I'm sorry. Uh, enough of that, Mr. President. So it's Ukraine's fault. It's Putin's fault. It's the Republicans' fault. But it's not the fault of the occupant of the person that's in the White House. It's everybody else's fault. Inflation, gas, all the problems that we are undergoing as a country. It's everybody else's fault except for President Biden. And I, I say this objectively, folks. You know, I, I, I re- I'm not a partisan, but I am telling you folks straight up, the Democrats are in serious trouble, even though they have floated the abortion issue. They are in serious, serious trouble in the midterms and certainly in 24 for the uh, White House. They don't have a deep bench at all. Let's go to Mike in Virginia Beach. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Dominic, uh, the, the late uh, Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh and his successors make Biden look like an idiot when he says the pandemic caused this inflation. Uh, What caused the inflation was this stupid communist shutdown, which he is sponsoring with his wife and Nancy Pelosi in Ukraine to the tune of $53 billion of borrowed money to make your grandchildren the slaves of that debt. That's the Biden Communist Worldwide Party, which I have great suspicion Vladimir Putin is the head of, even though he claims to be a Russian Orthodox Christian. What what uh, Dominic Carter needs to do instead of running for mayor is to boost his ratings tenfold by allowing Jimmy from Brooklyn and Source Hills to debate for an entire hour on the show with mm. me being one of the judges to say who's the winner. Well, Mike, I I thank you for the call, and I I hear you. You have strong opinions on uh, Biden, and you you mentioned to increase the uh, ratings on the program. One of the things that we are very, very proud of uh, under the leadership of John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis, Chad Lopez, uh, who runs the company for the Katsimatidis, is that from from 9 o'clock on, until the start of the morning show, and that's when the ratings really go through the roof here at WABC. But I want you folks to think about this. From 9 p.m. on until the start of the morning show the next day, WABC is number one in New York. Now, not just number one AM stations. So this show you're listening to right now, We are number one in New York. We are doing better than we are the top 
rated show in New York, AM or FM, from 12 a.m. until 1 a.m. in the morning. And it is the same for WABC from 9 p.m. all the way through Frank Morano and the other side of uh, midnight. So I do thank you for the uh, call. Let's go to, and you know what, folks? I haven't even gotten to uh, Elon Musk and, and Trump and Twitter, and it was wrong to ban Trump to begin with, and I'm, I'm really happy that Elon Musk, who knows whether or not he'll take um, take control of uh Twitter, but those of us that own uh, Tesla stocks between us, we're not doing so good right now, Mr. Musk. Maybe you should focus on one company instead of two. But, you know, and normally I don't talk about my stock, but that was just (laughs) the one time that I will do so. And um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this Democratic vote later on today. I'm going right back to your telephone calls, but on the issue of abortion. Schumer, Senator Schumer is pushing it forward, and the Democrats don't have the 60 votes needed to overcome the Senate filibuster. The Democrats would need 10 Republican votes, and that's not going to happen. But yes, but yet, the Democrats, uh, led by Senator Schumer, are going to force all the senators' hands to, to come say yay or nay where they stand on the issue of abortion. And so I don't know how all of this is going to play out, but I think it's a good move in Virginia that the uh, state attorney general or the attorney general of Virginia is calling on local prosecutors to charge Supreme Court protesters. We talked about that last night. We'll get to it uh, in just a little bit. Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. As usual, you're great. Thank you. Um, now, it, you're welcome. Um, I just want to say, Lion Biden, again, is using every single excuse except the one thing that would that started this inflation and everything and would stop it, as John Kassamitz had said. All he has to do is put back the spigot that he shut off, and the gas will drop to $55, and that would be the end. He's using every excuse. It's Russia. It's, right, everything, except for what he did. Right, right. And and I think, number one, Linda, the American people, we expect accountability. All President Biden is doing is trying to pass the buck, and he's doing a very bad job at, 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 at attempting that, because everybody knows who's responsible in this situation. Mr. President, it is your policies, Linda, or his lack of policies that has the, the country in the situation that we are in. And, um, you know, abortion, the issue of abortion has been thrown up, and Democrats are hoping that it's going to be a lifeline, if you will, to uh, avoid the bloodbath in the midterms, but I don't think anything, Linda, is going to uh, stop that. Do do you see a scenario where the Democrats may do okay with the midterms? I think this is re- the whole thing is ridiculous. We have uh, that Harris is in charge of the border, so all the drugs are coming in. All the, they're worrying now about a spike again in the COVID. Um, they nobody, they come in with every disease, right? With everything, nobody knows who's coming in. To I mean, I never heard of it. Open the door, and everyone's coming into this country. I mean, this would never have happened with Trump, or or I think anyone, anybody but him and, and Harris, the two of them, are, you know, laughing, right? I mean, Harris, that's all she does. She doesn't do anything, <laughs> and everybody, as you know, everyone, uh, most of them left her office. They all just quit. Staffers. They couldn't even work with her. Staffers. I mean, I, you know, it's ridiculous. She never, the whole thing is crazy. Our country is like, well, you know, crazy. They're fighting with everyone over nothing. Mm-hmm. Over this stupidity. And you, and I love the way, you know, you say things are really great. Well, thank you, Linda. That's very kind uh, and gracious and nice of you to say thank you and have a great morning. Before we take a break, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC Tyrone. In the Bronx, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Good morning, Dominic. And Good everyone morning. else. Dominic, uh, let, give me a few minutes to develop. I, I can't give you a few minutes. I cannot. I'm okay. sorry, but go ahead. A few seconds then. Okay. okay. You know, Trump made three appointments to the Supreme Court. You know that. Yes. One of those, one of those appointees was supposed to be Obama's, but the Republican senator did not bring it up for vote. So therefore, Trump ended up with three right-wing appointees to that Supreme Court causing to throw it tremendously out of balance. And that's what you're seeing play out. And you have not seen the rest of it. I hope I'm wrong. But when that comes down in June, you're going to see this place go up in flames because these women are not going to stand for it. I just hope I'm wrong. Right. Well, Tyrone, you do make an interesting point in terms of your predicting what's going to happen when the uh, ruling on abortion comes down in June. Uh, one, I don't have a crystal ball to know exactly what's going to happen, but but it is going to be a mess if it turns out uh, the way that you just predicted. Um, but, you know, you mentioned uh, President Trump's appointments to the Supreme Court, and I thank you for the call, Tyrone. This is This is the point where I say again, elections have consequences right so folks said oh biden trump you know whatever your position may be and maybe you didn't turn out the vote right but now you can't complain with the way things are at the supreme court or anywhere else if you didn't turn out and vote it really is that simple Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot more to get to. And, of course, your telephone calls. We'll be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you, and we are taking your telephone calls on a number of stories later on today. A a vote. You will see much media coverage as it relates to this on the issue of abortion. It's not going to pass. Democrats don't have the votes, but uh, Senator Schumer wants to put every U.S. senator on the record as it relates to the issue of abortion. That's why this vote is going to uh, happen you know, I hold my nose with these type with this type of politics because I understand Democrats want to get Republicans on the record, but but we're gonna rile people up for more protests and for what? At the end of the day, the Supreme Court is going to do what it is going to do. Let's go to uh, Peter in Franklin Park, New Jersey. Good morning, Peter. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, I want to make a couple of points about the, um, first of all, the media. It really is bad. And people learn to vote through the media sometimes. And if we don't have an honest media, and I mean 90% seems to be left wing, you, you can go to any station on, on Tel 247, all the PBS channels, every, everything is just left, left wing and, and misinformation, really. Leaving out information is another thing. Like the Biden story, they just leave it out. If we don't have an honest press, people just don't vote right. And then when I, know, I, I have Democratic friends, you could say, you could have evidence in their, in their face with concrete evidence, and they just refuse to, to not vote for a Democrat. They will vote Democrat. And I always say to them, you're voting for your own demise. You're voting for your own troubles when you well, vote Democrat. I- and they just don't see it. And it bugs the heck out of me. And how what? do you correct it? And you know what? Casamitidis with a station like this, that's a good step. And the and Elon Musk trying to do something with Twitter, that's an excellent step. And we got to forget about what the stock price is. It's more important to have uh, uh, an honest press or an honest uh, uh, um, freedom of speech, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to do it. And we need more people like that that do that. Hey, Peter, I I thank you for the call, Peter. I hear you. Um, I I was somewhat joking somewhat about Tesla, um, you know, because I really shouldn't 
get into my own stock preferences. I was just making the joke that uh, since Mr. Musk has been focusing on uh, Twitter, that uh, we're taking a tremendous heat, those of us that are <laughs> stockholders of uh, Tesla. But, you know, who knows what the uh, what the future is going to hold. But to your point, Peter, about the media, I hear you. The only exception I take to what you said, Peter, is that I, I don't think anybody should just be relying on the media to inform yourself on on how to vote. I really feel that voting is a personal, very important decision that you should research yourself. You should become almost your own investigative reporter and not just look for what you want to hear in terms of the candidates, but for what is actually the reality and then uh, come up with a conclusion and then Vote for that person, right? So I make I make no bones about it. I am a registered Republican, and I became a Republican years ago because I was annoyed at the way Democrats, frankly, treat people of color. And so my point of view was that you're not going to take my vote for granted. We're not we're not going to go down that path. You're not going to assume that I'm just, and even if you're a Republican candidate, you're not just going to automatically assume that I'm going to vote for you along party lines. No, no. It's who represents my best interest. And right now, what's important to me as a voter is crime, lower taxes, and lower taxes. So, for example, and I'm going right back to your telephone calls, I'm seriously considering moving to Saddle River because in New Jersey because it will more than cut my taxes in half. And that's the bottom line, period. And I want to be safe. I don't, I have to look at a, at a, at a bunch of people protesting. I don't want to hear, with all due respect to the homeless issue, I I, I just, I, I don't want to deal with all of that. And I don't think that anyone should have to deal with that. Let's go to uh, Carol in Queens. Good morning, Carol. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. This is such a thrill. Um, I, I just, I I just love your program. Well, thank you. So, thank you. Know, know that I'm always on, so, you know. Well, thank <laughs> and you. And backing you up. Well, um, thank you. You know, I love that woman, Linda, too. She was hysterical. And I think that she must be a long-lost sister of mine. I was cracking up laughing, which I definitely needed because I've been so down with all this information and all rioting and all that hate it's just just mm-hmm. really getting to me and it's it's just not healthy it, 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 it is enough I, it is enough carol to get to a person it is enough to turn you off and and you know just yes. want to look the other way for a little while yes i seriously this is really getting me down and you know i'm a realist and and just between you and me, haha. I'm a Republican too. Okay. Um, and and um, you know, I I I despair. I really do. I'm I'm afraid for this country, and I'm no spring. You, so Carol, I've, I've, Carol you know. did you say you're not a spring chicken? Because you broke up a little bit there. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, you 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 sound like you're like you're 23. So so we'll take it, oh, Carol. I love it, <laughs> And we think I, I hope you guys will do a show up sometime. I know you did one last year. I think it was. Anyway, not meant. I have might have the, the year wrong, but um, everybody goes out from from ABC, and you can meet a few people and everything. I'd love it if you guys could do that again. And I will definitely make it a point to shake your hand. Oh, well, well, Carol, I, I really look forward to that. And I thank you for the call. And you have a beautiful morning. Thank you. 
from Queens and Carol to David in Los Angeles. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Time for the Eric Adams Comedy Corner because he's done it again. If you've heard the latest, um, there was a lady arrested in handcuffs for selling fruit in the subway system. Now, okay, you shouldn't be selling fruit in the subway system, but then the article says, Adam stress rules must be <laughs> rules must be followed, particularly around food. Yeah, that's everybody's big fear why they're scared of the subway. He says, gee, it's fruit today. It could be barbecues tomorrow. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's called a straw man argument, Dominic. Now, I, I, I hear you, but, 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 in fairness to the mayor, we have had situations where folks try and barbecue on the subway. And so at some point, and I hear you, David, that you're saying let's focus on the serious crime, and then we can get to uh, to all the other stuff. It's all, David, just a mess. It, it really is uh but but I do thank you for the call. And what did you call it to begin with? You said the mayor, Adams. What was that? Oh, it was about that. Now, here's the thing. I think it backfires with them in the PR department because nobody's scared about barbecues in the subway if an isolated incident happens. So here we've got the subway shooter. we got people urinating and pooping and stabbing and shooting on the subways. And he's saying, gee, we got to crack down on food vendors. And even though I'm against it, I think it backfires in a, in a PR standpoint because that is not why people are scared. You know, so I think, gee, I'm helpless. I really don't know what to do. Let, let's arrest a food vendor uh, selling fruit and handcuffs, and I'll come out and say that, gee, barbecue's next. Mm-hmm. I think it's bad strategy. Well, uh, David, I, I thank you for the call. And, um, you know, as far as strategy, as it relates to uh, Mayor Adams, we will see uh, exactly uh, what happens. But again, our top story that we were focusing on this morning, this hour, happens to be uh, President Biden and uh, Biden uh, with annual inflation at highs. And you don't need me to tell you this, not seen in more than 40 years. The president is declining to predict how long it will take for prices to start coming down then suggested they may actually rise even higher through 2023. We're focusing on that. We're focusing on Elon Musk allowing Twitter. Twitter, If he takes over, he's going to allow former president back on, former President Trump, and that is the right move to do. A president of the United States, whether, whether it's Obama, whether it's Biden, whether it's Trump, whether it's Bush, They should never be kicked off of Twitter, ever, ever. And it's disgusting what happened. We are taking your telephone calls, and we are uh, also dealing with the fact that uh, in Virginia, the attorney general there is calling for local prosecutors to charge Supreme Court protesters. That's the right thing to do in this climate. You have a right to protest. I support your right to protest. But you don't have a right to do so in front of the home of a Supreme Court justice. I heard Stan uh, during uh, Rita's show. I caught the tail end. So let's see what he's uh, getting what he's getting into trouble about this morning. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? I'm not getting into trouble. I'm always in trouble. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. I heard you on the when I'm on this end. station. You there's trouble, but okay. that's okay. Hey, uh, uh, what I wanted to say. Uh, tell me something, my friend. Yes. Where do you think the inflation came from? Tell me. I'd like I, to know who. What caused the inflation, Dominic Carter? Honestly, my my yeah, answer ahead, my, my answer to that. Is all of Biden's bad policies? I, I, I really wait, 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 that wait. is not where it came. Okay, from. but wait. Let, let me just let me just all finish. Right. Stan, you asked me a question. I I think I you know I really wished him well. I really wanted him to succeed. But in terms of uh, in terms of not releasing uh, the oil reserves of the, of the U.S. that the U.S. has, that played a role in all of this. I really believe that all of his policies 
from his choice of a vice president to some of the things that he's done for the country has simply not been in the be- He may have thought that he was doing good, but it has not been in the best interest of America. So, okay, Stan, go right ahead. Uh, let's start with the pandemic, which we had for almost a year with, since he came in. Now, there was no... There was no inflation while the pandemic was going on with the President Biden. Then, within a year or so, uh, the European countries, many of them, have been having inflationary problems. This is a world occurrence. President Biden did not create the inflation. The inflation was not here when he was president for over a year. No one said anything. Then it started because of External factors in European countries and, and as Stan, well. Wait a minute. Stan, are you going to let me finish? Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Oh, I'm sorry. But, but wait, but wait. I just want to ask I'm you sorry. a question. So sure. when you're the president of the United States, right, aren't you supposed to be able to accurately forecast problems coming down the road? Yeah, when you have normal types of situations, and the situations have not been normal. The pandemic was never a normal situation where supply chains, everything stopped in the country and the world. Okay? You didn't mention that little thing. Everything stopped. That affects the economy. And also, the situation with Russia, to an extent, has scared markets to a large extent. And it's still doing it. He has no control over external markets. He has no control over prices. But, he but, doesn't raise prices. But he does have control. No, no, hey, Stan, no, no. But, Stan wait, wait, Stan. But he does have control in terms of sending the right message to Putin that he's not going to tolerate that nonsense. Trump did it. Stan, I hear crickets. Stan? I'm listening to you, oh, but no. you're not, you're not uh, stating the correct – the point is – you're saying he's the cause of inflation, and he's the cause of this and that. He is not the cause of it. He, for the last year or so, he, there was no inflation. So, no, so, so, so why Biden, do you why are you saying and, he is the and, cause? And so, and then I got to move on, Stan. We have a lot of calls, and I always appreciate chatting with you. So, Biden bears no responsibility for anything that's happened on his watch. Of course, there's some things he has, yeah, but at the external factors of Europe. And which caused and the supply chain situation, and American companies who, who there is plenty of oil here. Otherwise, there would be shortages. Do you see any lines? I don't see any lines. So please, don't give me that story with the oil. The prices are high because the oil companies want it. Supply is plenty. It's mm. out there, my friend. Uh, do you do you stand in line for gasoline? Does anybody? No. So no, no, you, you don't have to stand in line, but you better go to the ATM when you're going to get some gas. Hey, Stan, I, I, I do have to move on, though. I appreciate you, as I always do. I thank you, and I look forward to chatting with you. Let's, let's try and balance that all out before I take a break. Our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Dominic. Um, before I respond to Stan, <laughs> I won't call him a moron. I'll be far more civil than he um, it's better to know your facts, Jen, than to name call. That's a little bit schoolyard, I would say, for a grown adult. But he does that a lot to your callers. It really steams me. Um, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, Jen, but not their own facts. So um, if I could, real quick, Dominic, before I say what I was going to say, um, how did Dolce make out? Did oh, well, he thank you. Hey, you know, Jennifer, and I, I really appreciate you because so so he went and got groomed this morning. I am so late for a commercial break that we're supposed to be taking oh. right now. But 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 hey, wait, you know what, Jennifer, let, let, let's do this. Let's take the break. I'm going to come back with Carter Care segment and then I'm going to rejoin your call. So just please stay with me. Time for a break. We'll be right back with more of your telephone calls. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. 
Folks, one of the uh, stories that I'm following, and it's a serious one, 12 New Yorkers dead in street collisions in one week as the city has started a slowdown ad campaign for drivers. Uh, You know, something has to give uh, innocent people. Not only is there a crime problem, but innocent people being mowed down in the streets, car accidents and so on. But let me go back now to uh, Jennifer in Boston. Jennifer, I want to thank you for uh, suggesting that I get my dog to the uh, groomer. So he had his nails cut. She said that his nails were very long. And so it seems like he has some pep in his step and his hair was cut. And so I'm just a happy camper. Thank you. Oh, well, bless his heart. I don't know. And I did call back last night. I don't know if you were able to get my message. But to anyone, especially with an older dog, if I could just say this real quick, um, don't let your dog get the groomer alone, especially if you your dog is not used to it, because it can be very, very stressful for them. So just just a shout about that. Hey, um, hey Jennifer, you should have told me that about five years ago. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we took the dog to the to the uh, groomer, a different groomer, yeah. and yeah. he bit the groomer. So I guess he was yeah. stressed out. But anyway, yeah, they did. My my friend's dog had a heart attack and died. Yeah. Oh. They. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And, and anyway, so it's just good to know your groomer, good to have the dog familiar with him and all that. Bye. Yes, the, so one, really one of the vets in Pomona, Pomona, that's very good. Go right ahead. Good. And I, I hope he'll be a little steadier on his feet, but don't. it's all part of aging. We all have these things. So if I could quickly, I just wanted to thank you for mentioning this officer that got shot because, um, and I'm, I'm glad that it seems he's going to be okay. Because I, I find it very sad now that it's just so routine that officers are getting shot and injured and or killed, um, that often it doesn't make the news. Um, And if you recall, I called you, um, uh, you have so many things that aren't expected to recall, but it was a few weeks ago, and an officer from one of the task force was shot, and then the the perpetrator was killed by an FBI agent. Um, Yes, and and Yonkers. Yeah, he was about a month away from retirement or a week or something. About and two he weeks. was critically wounded. Yes. Yeah, he was critically wounded. And I, I tried to find out more about him, but that's all I could see was critically wounded. And I never heard another thing. And that should be important. You know what I mean? If he gets out of the hospital, he should have a, you know, a grand welcome home. It should be important to people that these people are out there on our behalf. And I thank you for talking about it. That's all. And they're not perfect. No one in any profession is. So I don't know why... You know, their health is such a standard that others aren't. Certainly politicians aren't. So, right. you know, and they, and they like their qualified immunity, the politicians. So They sure do. They sure do. <laughs> Jennifer, it's, it's always fun chatting with you. Thank you uh, very much. And again, what Jennifer is referring to is a police officer that was shot just a few hours ago in the arm, in the Bronx. The officer's going to be okay, it appears. The suspect was also uh, wounded And, of course, we'll have more on this throughout the morning uh, here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. And we're going right back to your telephone calls. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hi, Dominic. Uh, I just want to clarify once again, Stan proved how little he knows about things. Really quickly, inflation is caused by spending mostly government spending. The spending that the administration did, and I have nothing against helping people, but by arbitrarily and really unresponsibly dishing out all that money that they did during the COVID for way too long a period of time, ultimately came back into the economy. And they did that to try to make themselves look good. The Fed was overly accommodative for too long a period of time, keeping rates low, and you come out of an economy that was held down way too long, they restricted us for way too long, and there was no possibility of not having inflation. You couple that with the restrictive policy on the energy, where we cut back supply. Biden talks about he's put out more barrels of oil in his first year administration than Trump did. That was Trump's first year because it was restricted from what Obama had. So I'm not trying to politicize this, but too much government spending, giveaways left, right, and sideways, reduce energy, reduce the, you know, the natural commodities that are out there, and you have to have inflation. So that's the real reason, and that's the 
the factual financial reason behind inflation. So next time he asks you that, you know, perhaps you can <laughs> communicate that. Okay. All right. Well, Michael, um, I, you know, I, I so thank you for the call. The, the bottom line is in, in the world of politics, uh, if it occurs on your watch, you own it. It's as simple as that. But I'm trying to get to as many calls as I can before I'm joined uh, in just a few minutes. Frank Morano is coming up, the other side of midnight. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Larry. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, I want to comment on um on the on the uh, protesters and everything. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, technically speaking, I gave my turn up uh, at the end of Rita's show. I hung on for an hour and wasn't called, but I, I'm happy I gave my turn up because she she changed the topic in the last five minutes. Can you believe that? So one caller called up, and this guy was awesome, a great man. He said, "You know what he said? He, this should be publicized all over talk radio." He said, "Biden is so desperate that." to use the blood of babies now of innocent babies to get elected how amazing is that he, he turned the whole tables on them you know that's a person who passionately cares about the abortion cause and about the insurrection the government insurrection that's going on on the part of merrick garland and and the administration hey larry so I, I i hear you but obviously people on the other side they see this completely differently are you willing to acknowledge that? Uh, they, they. Well, the point is when you use when you use verbiage, when you use rhetoric like that, that brings it home to them as well, and that incites them even more. And the more you incite them, the more you show them for the anarchists that they are. They're not communists, like that idiot Jimmy says. They're anarchists, anarchists, mm-hmm. pure godless anarchists. Well, Larry, I thank you for the call, and I hope that you have a beautiful morning. And uh, let's go to Dale in New York. Good morning, Dale. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, I wanted to ask you if you ever heard of the name Anita Hill. Of course. Well, do you know that her life was threatened many times? And I don't hear this at all on this cat's station many, many times. Okay, okay, but wait, but okay. wait, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. What does that have to do with anything right now? Steen Blasey Ford had to move four times because she testified against Kavanaugh. Do you know who she is? Yes, but but I'm I'm trying to understand how is this relevant to anything currently? What what is the point that you're trying to make? Mention these two women. But mention it for and what? They don't have the for security. What? They do not have the security of the Supreme Court. So, and I want to know why you don't mention these two women. Okay, but wait a minute. So so you feel that Anita Hill from many, many years ago should have protection today? She's in the same situation, a worse worse situ- situation, because she had no security okay, as well, the Supreme I, Court. I, I think and I want to know why her name and uh, Blasey Ford's name are mm-hmm. not brought up. Well, to be frank and honest with you, they're not Supreme Court justices. So, I mean, I, I, I thank you for the call, but there is no justification unless there's something that I don't know as it relates to a current threat against their lives, and which I don't believe that's the case currently. I am joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to Good you. Good morning, Dominic. So... We have some calls. We're going to so, try and get to them in a second. What do you have coming up this morning? All right. Well, we're uh, we're going to, you know, you listen to what's in the news these days, and uh, I don't think I'm the only one that could use a drink. So next hour, we're going to talk with America's foremost mixologist, very Brian Van Flandern. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. We're going to talk about why the martini is making a comeback. And I have some other tricky booze questions that uh-huh. I'm going to throw at him. I've been preparing for this interview my whole life. Believe me. <laughs> and um, we're going to we're going to do that. And then Tom Devine is going to join me in the two o'clock hour. He's featured in this new Netflix docuseries about Three Mile Island. And we're going to talk about what happened uh, at Three Mile Island and how it actually could have been much worse. A nuclear meltdown that could have infected the whole East Coast. And what it means for the future of nuclear energy. Sounds like another interesting show. I was was listening last night 
about it was about one thirty five. Your guess was was pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Michael Cutler, a retired INS agent, got a great response to him uh, yesterday, and uh, certainly these border issues are not going away anytime soon. I, I don't think they're going to go away in our lifetime. Yeah, you I, know. So, but anyway, you select the next caller. Uh, let us go to uh, your namesake, Dominic in Wappingers <laughs> Falls. Good morning, Dominic. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, Dominic. Hey, Frank. How you guys doing? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. All right. Well, listen, uh, Dominic, forget about the cake. I don't want the cake from that guy anymore. Stanley's <laughs> off my list. He needs to listen to Larry Kudlow. He needs to listen to Larry Kudlow. Larry Kudlow set, set a whole list of what what Biden did to make the, uh, the economy crash and to make inflation rise. It's all about spending money. He is spending money foolishly. I have my son. My son worked for Biden for seven months, and he sat on the couch and did absolutely nothing. Okay? And he got paid a lot of money. Mm. So Stanley needs, Stanley needs to start listening. To, uh, other than CNN and MSNBC, he needs to start opening up his, uh, his, his mind. Uh, listen to Larry Kudlow. He knows exactly what happened. He set a whole list out, and he's not the only one that said Biden was responsible for crashing the economy and making inflation through the roof. Hey, Dominic, and, uh, I, I, I thank you for the call. I just have to step in because we're short on time and we have a, a few other callers. The bottom line is Biden is the prow, period. End of story. Full stop. Susan in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC talking with Frank I- and Dominic. Hi, Alyssa. I love listening to you. Great callers, and I'm going to be staying tuned in for these martini cocktails. That's right. Yeah, we got to go a little. We got to get a little higher octane, given everything's going on. But Dominic, I just have a slight thing to say because you were saying how the Democrats were in trouble because they don't have a deep bench. Mm -hmm. I will say because their policies suck. (laughs) <laughs> and that that is why we are going down the tubes. It, it, just like Larry Kudlow, you know what? Anyone can understand the um, the, the the path that has taken us. And it started the second day uh, Biden was in. He had all those executive orders ready because he knew that he was going to win. He was in the basement the whole time, and his little, you know, minions were doing these executive orders that are the results are horrible. Well, Susan, I have to step in because we're short on time, but thank you for the call. But I hope, America, this is the last time we select a president where the candidate is in the basement of their house for much of the campaign because we're now seeing how this is playing out and how it's benefiting, for lack of a better word, all of us. You want to keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, is coming up right now, right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC. ABC.